I just heard. <laughs> I just heard. Heard what? I just heard about the accident. I'm really sorry. I wish I could have come sooner. <laughs> I wish I could have come sooner. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could have come sooner. <laughs> anyway, that's um, how I chose to start this. Welcome! We're back! <laughs> Just because I just heard about the accident doesn't mean the accident has already happened. Sometimes Wait, I can hear things about the future, so I'm just telling you, I just heard. Get ready. <laughs> um, oh my god! We're in person. We're in person for the first time. We've been doing this for fucking ever. For the first, first time, time we've ever met. That we've, yeah, we've just met. By the way, Andrea's kind of too. I know. I don't. I know. I know. I didn't lie. It's just that when we were knowing each other, we filled out a form about info about each other. I accidentally put six instead of five, so yeah. I just thought I was six two, but it was an honest mistake. Yeah. When I read that Andre was six two, I thought we were gonna date once we met in person. Yeah. But no, I'm we still catfish. We can't actually do that because Sunny is fifteen. She always joked about being it. Well, but that's the thing. I thought it was jokes. Turns out it's not. So. Yeah. So he's actually five foot two, and I'm actually yeah. being groomed. Yeah. So I'm not liking the situation. Anyway, that's the episode, you guys. Um, <laughs> subscribe and also like and hit the bell. Um. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> This is the one-time reunion, so you guys better enjoy this, but episode 101, this is so exciting. Wow. Actually recording together in the same room for the first time in 60 episodes. Yes, wait, we should title it Hoey 101. I like that. There's gonna be a lot of hoeing on this one, so. Yes. Dude, your mind is powerful. I, I can't. <laughs> um, hi, all. Uh, let's catch up. Um, there's been a lot of horrible shit that's happened in the world recently, but before we get into that, how have you been, Sunny? <laughs> I really thought you were gonna about to say horror, like, a lot of horror shit. Yeah, up. yeah. That too. Yeah, that's how I'm gonna jump into, like, the shooting. Mm, See, horror jokes. Like horrible things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I have been doing well. I'm a teacher. You're a teacher. So, a teacher. um, I hope that I don't die defending my students. Actually, maybe I do. That seems like a really good I mean, way to go out. It, you know? I mean, that's controversial. Really I mean, like, I mean, and this is obviously just a joke, but like, if you're, if you're going to go out, there's obviously less honorable ways to go out, but like, actually getting serious, like, damn, what the fuck? Like, oh, actually, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. I was, I'm surprised I didn't text you this. I guess it totally, like, uh, like, I didn't you think didn't about it. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, 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 I get it. <laughs> I for, like, forgot you were a teacher because, like, that would have, I was texting everyone this shit, but, like, um. But you didn't text your teacher friend. Yeah. Because you don't care. Precisely. <laughs> I, was, I was upset and angry about this for at least two days. Like, actually, like, I felt it in my body. I just, my, my mind was like, what the fuck on a loop? Mm. But, like, an angry what the fuck. Like, how is this happening? But then I was like, well, obviously, I know how this is happening. Yeah. And then I would, like, find tweets that, like, explain exactly how I felt and, like, send it to my group chat or something. And, like, yeah. yeah. No, someone texted me like, hey, Sunny, how are you doing? Because they cared about me and they were checking in on yeah, the teacher friend. Yeah, can't relate. Um, and I was like, well, I don't really teach white men. <laughs> like, the kids who go to my school are that's what you can shake their brains. You're right. <laughs> no, so I was just going to say, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm not as at high of risk, I think. But then I was like, well, what if the handful of white boys who do go to my school feel more isolated as a result? And or empowered by the fact they don't have to face diversity shooter. around them. It's like yeah. isolationism makes them like think they're the only kind of person in the world. <laughs> yeah. So are they at a higher risk of becoming a school shooter? I guess we'll find out. We'll see if I yeah, die yeah. well, um, but yeah. You know, I'm not that scared of school shooting, but actually in Stockton, which is another city in California. Yes. Um, there was recently a stabbing at a high school. Another city um, in California as opposed to which one? Because the shooting happened in Texas. Yeah. Well, I mean, another city in California, assuming I live in a city in California. Oh, uh, yeah, of course, of course. Of uh, course. Location reveal. <laughs> um, but there's recently a stabbing. Someone just walked on the campus and stabbed a student. Your point being? Life's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. And schools are technically, like, public places, you know? I know, but, like, I don't know. I don't know. I almost, I almost feel like you don't want to make the shooting a big deal because like you have to teach at a school. Oh yeah. But like, I and so you don't want to like. I feel like scared on the day to day. I honestly, you know, it's, it's a one or the odds thing where I'm like, I guess I'll just take that risk and we'll die. I mean, that's true because you can die from anything. But actually, I think I vehemently disagree. I talked to my boyfriend and this is like the next thirty seconds are serious, but that's all you guys are getting. <coughs> um, and I was like, I, uh, you, I don't want you and I to have a kid, un unless this is like solved by the time we want to have one or we're moving countries. And I meant that. And he said okay. And that was that conversation. Because uh, I don't want my fucking kid to die at school. I think that's uber fucked up. I agree. Maybe you could look up the rates at like public versus private schools. Put your kid in a super risky school. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing. Like, even having to worry about that. But I don't know. Maybe you have some kind of unique take because you're a teacher. But that's how I honestly feel. I think that I don't. No, have, I, I shouldn't have to think about there. that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fine. Um, I don't, first off, you're not obligated to have kids in the first place. Also, so. yeah, like even if no kids, like I just, I just don't like the fact that like, still to this day, whenever like I go into a movie theater, I'm like, hmm, Batman and Aurora. Like literally. Mm. Like that's not normal. Yeah. People in Switzerland don't have to think that. Probably have to think about other stupid shit like their taxes. But 
Yeah. Um, or like how fucking amazing their chocolate is. Yeah, also bad. Yeah, or the way billionaires are stashing away money in their banks there. That's a pretty good one to think about. <laughs> that's the three things that's <laughs> the like, like, every time they go to a movie theater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, listen. There are way worse countries in the U.S. to live in. <laughs> um, arguably, I used to live in one before I lived here, but... You came from a shit-cold country, huh? Yeah, I guess so. I knew but it. Part, I knew you were a minority. But it, I think it is absolutely true what some people, some Wokies on Twitter say, that, like, part of the reason why the U.S. is so great, people forget, is that it can be criticized in order to be constructed in a better way. Oh, yeah. And, like, that's how I feel about this, and that's why I'm saying all of this. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, I don't want to move. <laughs> I don't want to have to move a country. Yeah. Like, yeah. Also, my cat's visiting us. This is Skunk. Say hi, Skunk. There she is. She's so cute. <laughs> she literally came up and started biting me. Hey. Um, she's also the best cat ever to exist. I don't even like cats. I don't like this cat. Isn't she so great? Yeah. She's so social. I used to have a cat and that bitch scratched me and then I never saw it again. I swear I didn't kill it. It just like ran away. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> anyway, um, I almost feel like we had to talk about the shooting. So there it fucking is. Oh uh, yeah, the obligatory like, shooting I mean, talk. God. That's almost so sad to say, but like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, kind of. I, I felt pretty affected by it, but I mean, yeah. there's so many. Like, I wouldn't know because I didn't check in on you, so I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there's so many, you know. It's um, a lot. Anyway, uh, Britney Spears. Obligatory. Okay. Now, also another obligatory talk. Britney Spears talk. Love her. Britney Spears uh, recently got engaged. I think you may have heard about that. Yeah. I know you kind of live in a rock Except now. You're busy working and being an adult. But um, I'm still on Britney Spears TikTok yeah. and Twitter, so I heard about that. The moment it came out, she got engaged. Happy for her. Then she was having a baby. Then she miscarried. So that fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, but That's a very um, big topic right now. It is, but I'm sure that's fucking cat. But I'm sure that I don't know. We'll try again. Or she'll figure it out. She's got the time and the money, and I'm sure they'll figure it out. I'm anyway. very hopeful for her. Yeah. Kourtney Kardashian also undergoing a lot of uh, fertility stuff right now, trying to have a child with Travis Barker. Yes, and I actually know about this because I watch the Kardashians on Hulu. I do too. Disney Plus, if you're in Latin America, isn't that weird? Well, I know, I know. If you're in America, you have to watch on Disney Plus, which makes me angry because Disney didn't want to do the um, Lisa McGuire Disney Plus reboot because Hilary Duff wanted the things to be more adult. But they're fucking having the Kardashians on their service. That is so dumb. Disney has needed to get on the same boat as Nick for a long time with things like that. Like iCarly, the reboot. The re- it's good. Yeah. It's like actually good. Yeah. Like it has a lot of uh, like maybe one too many like the show is woke moments, but that's almost like par for the course because it's mostly written by Francesca Ramsey. Yeah. But for I the most part, it's good. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't love it, but I liked the angle that they took. I yes. liked that it was more adult, that it like felt familiar, but not the same. Yeah, like her actually grew well with her audience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Can you imagine if she was still doing like slime time dance? Dude. And, like imagine Jenna McCrae actually agreed to do that. I'm glad she did it. Oh yeah, yeah. she didn't want to. It's fine. Jenna McCrae is really interesting. She's just been terrorized. Did you see her um, Eric Andre interview? Um, no, but I did see that she recently released a book called, called, like, I Hate My Fucking Mom or My Mom Died or something. Did you see that? Oh, no. No. I hate, um, fucking I hate my mom. I personally wrote that movie. I released it. <laughs> she, she wrote a book called something, it was something controversial, I remember, because it was trending on Twitter. About her mom and it was about her mom. Or dead. Yes. Yeah, yes. no, I wrote that book, Andre. You really haven't been checking in on me. Jesus That's a good Christ. point, yeah. I did that more often. We, I just, yeah, we literally have not talked since we last recorded, yeah. and that was October of last year. So. Yeah, that was a dead mom joke, everyone. Yeah. My mom is dead. Yeah. Well, full disclosure. I mean, episode 101, it was about time, I think. Yeah. Um, it's hard to lose your mom when you're 15, but. Yes. Also, literally not a joke. That's when it happened. Holy shit! Well, I was 17. Yeah, no, no, no. I was like, yeah, there's no way you were 15. But yeah. still, damn. And this is the fucking sec. Why you want to get into? <laughs> Speaking of dead people. Speaking of dead people. Yeah, we're talking about hot takes. Listen, I'm giving you my condolences, okay? Stop taking so much from me, okay? I've already said sorry, mom died. Whatever. Um, I'm fine. I second-hand trauma is a thing, Andre. I should be more considerate. <laughs> you really should. It's affecting me. Um, okay. I want to touch on this fun thing that's happening. Ooh, have you heard about the Johnny Depp and uh, Amber? Oh, Amber? have I heard, I, heard, have you heard I, I heard about that? I think I've heard about that. It's been against my Absolutely. will. Absolutely. It comes up every fucking way. That's like the joke about, like, uh, what is it, MGK and uh, Jennifer. Oh my God, yeah. Fuck Jennifer. Uh, Megan Fox. Megan, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, people say that a lot about. Anything they learn about their relationship? Yeah, that they learn it against their will. And I completely agree. Recently, I heard about, what was it? They, like, someone puked in each other's mouth or blood or yeah. something, some bodily fluid. Love that. Yeah. Um, wait, what was the They're other so thing? hot, though. Well, well, actually, yes. He's very much my type. Megan Fox is hot, and MGK is your type. And actually, I would say, like, oh, MGK, I don't like him. But recently, I actually tweeted on our Twitter. <laughs> and I don't think you saw this, because you don't check in on me, you bitch. Um, actually, I can just show you the tweet. But it was something along the lines of, um, Machine Gun Kelly is kind of hot, and I don't like that I think that. Yeah, that was a tweet. <laughs> 
that's really funny. Yeah, so for all of you guys that um, were thinking that was Sunny tweeting that, it was not. Sunny. No, I do like that. But I also don't like his personality. I just think his look, his like the fact that he's pretty stylish. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know if I've ever really seen anything. Here's the thing. I'm in like the top one, like first percentile of uh, width of feet. My feet are really fucking wide. They're also nearly flat. Like they have, they have nearly no arches. What I'm saying is that NGK with a foot fetish can mm. never happen. I can never satisfy him. My feet are actually ugly flat troll feet. Wow. Um, Wait, does he have one? Do you know? Yes. 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 He, he talks about it in interviews. Really? Yeah, yeah. He has a. He has a foot have fetish. you seen this New York Times article titled "We Should All Know Less About Each Other"? Um. <laughs> No, I love knowing about his fetish because that, uh, that's the closure that <laughs> This fucking cat just got on the table and started drinking my water from my water cup. Okay, <laughs> bitch. So quickly, there Treat was no yourself. chance. <laughs> uh, that's cute. Anyway, um, yeah, MGK hot, but your troll feet will never satisfy him. I'm very sorry for your loss. It's okay, you know, I formally give him up to Megan Fox right now. I'm, I'm sure you have a lot of other celebrity crushes. You'll be okay. I know I have 10, like at least 10,000, so. Plus, I'm my own celebrity crush at this point. At this point? I mean, soon, maybe. You could become a writer. You'll be a celebrity. You know all the good, like all the good writing celebrities, like J.K. Rowling, very liked and popular. Um, kind of like that. Well, five years ago. Well, she no longer exists. <laughs> we all know that one, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Turfy Rowling, that's wild. It's crazy. She wrote the most successful, like, or something close to that, fucking like book series of all time. And then she was like, I need to turf out, and now people hate her. Like, was it really worth it? That's so wild to me. Like, not only was she rich, but also liked by like all the yeah. fucking children in the world. That's wild. Yeah. Interesting. Like, this was what crossed the line for her. Yeah. It's so funny to me. Hey, anyway. to die on. I guess we all have one. Uh, and mine is checking in on you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. I can't do this. We need to end this podcast right now. Um, uh, okay, hey, hey, something else to touch on. Um, which is kind of, I should have put this before the Johnny Depp thing, but uh, I guess we haven't really talked about Johnny Depp, so I'll, I'll sprinkle it in. Ray, Le- Ray Liotta died. Did you hear about this? Ray Liotta? Yes, from uh, Goodfellas. And like, he wasn't that. <laughs> really like, who is that? I have oh, no she idea. is 15, we forget, so uh, yeah. let's forget. I'm actually so. Gen Z. Okay. Yeah. Well, your millennial ass would not understand. That's fair. Popular actor. Um, was in a show with J Lo, which is mostly how I know about him because I'm young. You're just a J Lo fan. <laughs> just a J Lo fan. You know, J Lo, the young, hop, hip celebrity. Um, but anyway, he did. Okay, well, I guess this is a dud. So back to Johnny Depp. Crazy. Uh, wild thoughts. The thing is, everyone wants to weigh in. At the end of the day, we weren't in the room. And also, if you really want to weigh in, there are recordings out there that have like hours of their conversations. If I were to listen to all those recordings, then maybe I'd weigh in. But I really just do not have that much to say because I don't want to say Well, good for you. I have. No, not hours, <laughs> but a good, a good portion of them because I got really into it at the beginning. Um, not anymore. I don't really like watch the court case itself. I like watch the like videos of the audio recordings more so when the trial was barely starting. That's what I wasn't to. But um, I I hate to be the person. I re- yeah, I really hate it, but I think it's true. It was both. Yeah. They both fucking suck. Yeah. Yeah. Like you really want to be like it was it was th- this one they really fucked it abuser and like and I think they both kind of abuse each other yeah. honestly just listening to the fucking yeah. recordings that's the sense that I got because at least blows were exchanged by both like so. Amber Heard sounds like a psychotic like sounds like a psychotic woman and like an initiator but also like someone who who someone but it also sounds like Johnny Depp knew that quality about her and didn't mind pushing it when it served him like mm-hmm. oh I know she gets triggered by this and gets really psychotic when but when I do X or Y but like I'm gonna use this to my advantage somehow. But like, because I'm not the one that like is gonna sound psychotic on the tape, like that will paint me in a good light. Mm-hmm. That's really the sense that I got. I don't know if like I'm projecting something here, but no, yeah. she does have a diagnosis with bi- what is it? Not bipolar. It's a borderline personality disorder, I think. Oh, um, okay, well that ties a lot of knots. But yeah. yeah, like it feels like Johnny Depp's abuse was like more like I don't know what the word is calculated or hidden or not so like in your face. So that's why I feel like most people are like Amber Heard is like a fucking asshole bitch because. The, the things that like little things that Johnny Depp would do to push her that he knew like pushed her buttons aren't as like in your fucking face as like what she did about shitting up his bed or something like that. Um, that's what I think. Yeah, I feel like I would agree. Um, listen to some of them; they're like kind of interesting. I've listened. I've listened I, that was, I have listened to a few minutes here or there. I just really don't. Yeah, because I've seen so many people weigh in on this at this point on both sides saying 
it's really him, it's really her, blah, blah, blah. And I just don't care way anymore. I feel like it's like the listener slap all over again. It's like, I think the day it's between those two people. Isn't it interesting how, like, there are some things that, like, happen and you're like, oh my god, it's so clear what's going on here. And then you hear more opinions and it's like, oh, it's actually less clear. Yeah, like the listener slap, like, there was previous beef. Like, Chris Rock had made um, jokes about Jada previously. Um, and Wilson uh, brought it up. So, so there's like a whole background. Well, for me, for me, that wasn't one of the new ones. For me, it was yeah. more so that like, to me, it's like physical violence. No, you've crossed the line. You're yeah. obviously in the wrong. Yeah. And I personally still believe that. Believe that. But the new ones that was added to me was for that me. Alopecia? No, no, no. Was that like? <laughs> was that uh, a lot of people in uh, on Black Twitter were um, commenting on it and being like, you guys don't understand that like within Black communities, words are violence, especially when they're targeting. Like when you're pushing a button that you know you're pushing and you know yeah. you're doing it well, <laughs> it's like you deserve to get slapped. And I mean... I would agree with that in general, which is why I was pretty understanding. Not that I'm glad that they gave him, like, a ban and, and there's, like, a, a punishment, but I don't think... Listen. To me, it doesn't feel like some insane thing. What I just said, to me, added nuance in the sense of, like, okay, I understand why everyone doesn't agree with me, mm -hmm. but personally, I still hold the belief that Will Smith was in the wrong, because even though a lot of people are saying, like, this kind of behavior makes sense and it's part of my culture, well, bitch, I'm sorry, it's not part of my culture. I personally don't get it. Uh, I think it's stupid, but I'm sure people would say some similar things about my culture. I don't know. Probably. We I, never think, I think they were both in the wrong. That's definitely my take. I, I mean, Especially because Jada was very open about like how, no, how no, alopecia was for her and her whole experience with it. Like I, I agree at that point. Like when you know someone has literally made like blogs about how tough something is, and you're like, no, no, oh, well, it doesn't excuse physical violence. I, I don't think it excuses physical violence. I think they're both in the wrong. I don't think Will Smith was like in the right for punching him, but I do think that Chris Rock was verbally violent before that. Well, but unlike the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp thing, I don't, I don't want to equalize this because I think it's dangerous to be like they're both. I mean, if you want to say they're both in the wrong, but Will Smith was more in the wrong, I can agree with that. But if you want to say they're both equally in the wrong, I can't, I can't get behind that because I think that's dangerous and it normalizes physical violence because of verbal violence. But and I think those saying, are so fucking different. Doesn't saying they're way different normalize verbal violence though? Doesn't normalize it. It normalizes the notion that it's less serious than physical violence, which yeah. I still heartily agree with. Hmm. I, I guess that's the, like, the central thing. Well, I and a lot of people in that, that community yeah. don't agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Um... But yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I like listen. I've seen like Ricky Gervais host a number of fucking celebrity events, and he goes fucking hard on people. And it's like, brother, like nothing is excused. Like he, he makes jokes about people that are like really kind of like, kind of shitty. But it, it's it's also supposed to be in good fun. And if you're gonna attend, you you kind of like know that you might have to take a joke or two about yourself. And um, that's just my take on it. Okay. Like like in like in comparison to him specifically, like <laughs> like fucking Chris Rock's tame ass joke wasn't even that like harsh. It was just wild to me. But like you said, it's probably because of previous beef. Anyway. Anyway, I'm glad we covered this topic from uh, two months ago. <laughs> Very relevant. <laughs> God, and I promised myself I would like never say anything about it because I thought it was so dumb that everyone was weighing in. But here we are. Well, we're, we're allowed to because we waited. <laughs> we waited two months, so now we're allowed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. There's less voices in the can now. We're allowed to add some. Um. Anyway, today we're talking about <laughs> emergency broadcast. Emergency broadcast test alerts, alerts yeah. and systems. Yes. Um. This is super random and very niche, even when it comes to horror, but. Scary. I thought it was fucking scary. Will we like insert some audio here to show what they Yes, like? I mean, yeah, so I actually thought about that. I was gonna tell you about that. Mm. I'm gonna insert some audio in a second, but um, video is way better. So this is not a video podcast, obviously. You guys, if you want to know more about what we're talking about, if you don't already know, just go to YouTube and search emergency broadcast test alert. And you'll find real ones. You'll also find fake ones, which some of them are like the creepiest to me. They're really well made, especially some by Channel 51, I believe. I'll show them to you later, Sunny. But um, here's some audio of what it sounds like. We interrupt this program. This is a national emergency. Important instructions will follow. The following message is transmitted at the request of the United States government. This is not a test. A nuclear attack was commenced against the United States. 15 nuclear bombs have detonated in several areas across the country. They include Baltimore, Boston, Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, New York, Pennsylvania, Portland, Maine, Portland, Oregon, San Francisco, San Diego, Seattle, and Washington, D.C. At this time, all residents within a 400-mile radius of these areas should seek a fallout shelter. Fallout is a product of nuclear attacks. 
prolonged exposure to fallout will result in certain death. If there is a nearby location that has been designated as a fallout shelter, go there now. Otherwise, seek shelter in the interior part of a strong building on the lowest floor. Make sure you have food, water, and a battery-powered radio with you. Do not exit the fallout shelter until the all-clear has been given. Tune to a station that is serving your area for more information. The president will be speaking on all stations shortly. Stand by for this message. This is an emergency action notification. All broadcast and cable systems shall transmit this emergency action notification message. This station has interrupted its regular program at the request of the White House to participate in the emergency alert system. During this emergency, most stations will remain on the air, providing news and information to the public in assigned areas. This is WPIX. We will continue to serve the New York City area. If you are not in this local area, you should tune to stations providing news and information for your local area. You are listening to the emergency alert system serving the New York City area. Do not use your telephone. The telephone lines should be kept open for emergency use. The emergency alert system has been activated. Great. Okay, that's always so awkward. Like, <laughs> you're not in person, it's even worse. Here's the audio. And then it's funny, I just stare at each other. <laughs> okay, great, that was the audio. Um, but, yeah, uh, I just thought that they're fucking creepy. Uh, this is the horror rabbit hole that I've been into lately. And I presented it to you, you're great to do this. I just thought, like, yeah, like we're gonna, gunpoint. if we're gonna, at gunpoint, yeah, yeah. Well, also, terrorizing people yeah. at home, too. Um... I was like, we're gonna do another episode. I wanna talk about something that actually finds scary at the moment. And I had to rattle my brain because I was like, aliens? What's up, 2018? Like, ghosts? What is this, the Victorian times? Hello. Like, anyway, this. Which is so weird because it isn't something paranormal or supernatural or. But it's still scary. And that's the thing. I was thinking about this because a lot of the good scary stories that we've read have a similar element. There's some kind of message, right? A lot of, a lot of scary stories start off with, like, here's a note. Here's, like, an announcement. Like, here is yes. something. And it's very, like, mysterious and something's a little off. Or, like, the instructions give you the feeling that something's very wrong. Yes. Um, but yeah, that general vibe of, like, warning already kind of sets off your body to be like, what's going on? So this is just like that, but without the rest of the story, basically. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes that makes it even scary because you have no fucking idea what happens and your mind can take you a number of places. I know when I hear, like, legit, when I hear an emergency broadcast test, um, I know I've heard, like, one real life and most of them have been, like, on YouTube. It just, even if I've heard of five already in a row, the sixth one will still, like, give me, like, chills. I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's just, like, a loud, it's a, a loud beep. <laughs> beep. This is not a, this is just a test. This is a drill. So this is a test of an emergency it. alert system. This Hell to edit because it you're is. gonna have to like tune down all of your audio. Ah, uh, bitch, I beep loud, okay? <laughs> um, here, let's just move this mic a little bit. <laughs> let's, let's just move the mic a little bit. Um, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm loud, so you should have the mic on your side. I'll yeah, just scream from here. Now. Okay. Um, like look at look at that audio bar for you. You need to start screaming. Listen, okay, raise your voice. Speak I know how to raise okay? my voice. We literally did mock trial together. Pink said, "Raise your glass." I say, "Raise your voice." And I say, "Raise your ass." Vodka up the ass. You ever tried that? What, fucking up the Vod ass? Vodka up the ass. Vodka up the ass. This is actually not a joke. Uh, What's like, the appeal to that? There was a thing like bad boy culture a couple years ago. Oh, the appeal to that is that you get uh, drunk way faster because mm. uh, the rectum has like, like, it absorbs super fucking fast, even faster than the stomach. It's like minutes. And you have to do something a little homoerotic. You have to do something a little homoerotic, which guys love. Oh, yeah. Like, Absolutely. Like... Yes. They'll put the vodka up their ass and they're like, they will like start sniffing their body's balls and be like, it's no homo. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not licking like, moan a little when Yes. And then they'll be like, Yes. Wow, what an enjoyable heterosexual experience. Straight men be like, I suck your dick and make you come. Make you come, but it's not homo because like I didn't like tickle your taint or something like that. It's literally that. Straight men are wild. The thing is, those are not straight men. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Men yeah. 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 with internalized homophobia are wild. But that's yeah. all men. That's all people. Yeah. It is. Even me. Men who don't I'm gay. Their, their internalized homophobia. <laughs> wild. But to be fair, I only got internalized homophobia because those fuckers gave it to me. Yeah, and I only got internalized homophobia because I grew up in a religious household. So. Good point. I always forget. You're bi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that recently. You know what? I believe in bi erasure. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Uh, can I just say something controversial here, babe? Um. <laughs> Wait, I really have been thinking about this. You know what, Andre? I've just been thinking about, because I'm, I'm going to try this novel, guys. I'm going to write something. I heard. I just and, heard. Yes, yes. He read a paragraph, and it was excellent. Yes. Um, and I was going to think about, like, how do I think about women? Like, when I'm, when I'm Shit in the first paragraph, by the way, which is very on brand for a <laughs> Um, And I 
was thinking about how I would describe people in my life when I was writing, and I was like, wow, I sound so fucking gay. Because, <laughs> like, I sound really gay if I just, like, write out my thoughts about women. But at the same time, all the time, I'm like, am I not really bisexual? Am I just, like, coming up with it to be quirky? Um, have you, have you ever thought about, like, bisexual? sucking a pussy? I thought about sucking a pussy, yeah. And, like, it's turned you on? Or have you ever done something Honestly, like that? Honestly, that's, that's not, like, the peak of my fantasy. Well, I mean, do you have anything sexual in your mind with a woman that you're like, yeah, I find yeah. that hot? Yeah. Okay, you're bi. Like, I don't have well, anything with a woman in my mind at all that I could think of to turn myself on. There's nothing. So well, that's how I know I'm That is gay. insane. Yeah. Well, all of my fears have just been erased. Thanks, Andre. <laughs> Thanks, Doctor. It, it really is. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some fucking, like, someone on Twitter that'll be like, well, technically. But, like, I really think it's that simple. Like, yeah. I was seven years old and, like, my pee-pee went, ooh, for the first time in my life because a boy, like, gave me a hug or something. And I was like, I'm gay. <laughs> it really is just that. Like, it's that simple. Absolutely. And I know, like, labels are not very in right now. It's not the trend of the season, hunting. But, um... Labels are fucking useful. Don't tell it to the Gen Zs, but it's true. They're very well, useful. I'm Gen Z, and I have to say they are useless pieces of shit. Really? Mm, I, don't any, I don't have any strong opinions on that. I think labels are fine. If you want to use label, use label. Just if you don't want to, you don't have to. I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking about this in a dating sense, but I think they're useful. And uh, what's the word? They're like helpful heuristics. It's mm. very like it's giving shorthand vibe energy. It's like okay, I know what box to put you. Thing, are they helpful heuristics? Or are they just giving you some kind of image of something? Again, maybe this is like inner boomer in me, but like. Uh, they're helpful, and also, even if they gave me a previous image, at least in my experience, uh, it matches. Like, <laughs> like, listen, I'm sorry to uh, b- burst the bubble, but like, stereotypes come from somewhere, you guys. They're not just made up out of thin air. And yes, they don't apply to everyone, but I feel like we have as a society lost the ability to take something useful out of stereotypes. I mean, we already have to fucking learn them and have them instilled by us by society and our parents and shit, so we might as well get some use out of them. The use that I get is I will hear something about a person and think of a stereotype of what that looks like and go in with that, but just like, keep it very, very light. Because that way I'm not like judging them and I'm like, oh, I already know what you are just because I heard your ex thing. But, um, I, I, like, I also don't want to go in completely blind to, with a person. I just, I don't, I don't like that. It gives me nothing to work off of. Maybe it's like the inner comedian in me. I always have to have material when I first meet someone, but I do not like going blind to anything. Interesting. And a label helps me. Well, love that for you. And listen, I won't lie. These hips, they don't. They don't lie. And I will tell you this. We were just talking about how you have more masculine energy than I do. Mm. And then you reminded me just now that you're, again, I don't check in on Sunny. I, no, I know nothing about her. That you're bi. And I was like, see? Like, yes, mm, dick. Dick and cock. You like it. But you also have a little bit of lesbian in you. And listen, bitch, every lesbian I've known intimidates me. So, but like, I get away. I'm like friends with them. No, because you're not full, but it's like the same feeling, but like 50%. And that's what you have mess energy to like dominate me. I totally get it. You know, I do have to say, I actually, okay, I had a gay friend in college. Yes. And he, we had this other friend, Oriel, and he said, oh my god, I wasn't supposed to say your name. Let's leave that out. <laughs> <laughs> Emergency alert broadcast test, you guys. This is not a drill. We had this friend who said she was bisexual, and this gay friend was like, no, she's doing it for attention. And then I was like, oh, how about me? And he was like, no, Sunny, like, you give off the vibes. I was like, whoa, okay. Listen, I, would, I wouldn't have thought that uh, when you were in, when we were in high school together. Uh, she was a freshman, and I was a senior, obviously. Or Excuse she was- me? <laughs> No, um, I wouldn't have thought that when, you, when you, we were in high school together, but it's probably because not even you yourself knew that about yourself. Yeah. So I feel like you have to know it to like exhibit it. I don't know. Mm. But um, but I certainly feel that now. Yes. Really? Wow, mm-hmm. I've gotten gayer vibes. I've also seen you in person for the first time in a long time. Yeah. So in person, and the even more are so. Especially Absolutely. Today. Oh, this this, this laptop? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's power. It's giving power. Fists, like arms with fists on my hips, power. Um, yeah. Wow, love that for me. But, but I also love this for you. This is the style for you. This is good. Oh, I look amazing. I guess in high school you were giving like Soy Deschanel, like carbon copy, quirky girl, mm-hmm. like I like Bjork or whatever. This is good. This is giving I listen to Mitski now. This fits you, you listen to Mitski now. Yes. <laughs> Who's Bjorn? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> My two favorite mixed race artists. Just kidding, Bjork looks so like she'd be happy but she's not. I, I know, isn't that wild? Yeah. But like, yeah, Icelandic people just, they look weird. I know. Really fucking them. I know. <laughs> I'm trying, Andre. <laughs> yeah, ooh, ooh. Uh, I mean, I fucking Bjork hit me up. Um, okay. Well, so. we should just get started. <laughs> But before, before she responds, I imagine if like, she actually damned you back. She was like, I will go on dates with you, but first, I have rhythm. Like, <laughs> she's so quirky. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, Dude, people who are naturally that quirky, 
I I don't like. I'm like, I think you'd be a little more self-conscious. I, I think you'd be a little bit more conformist than you are. It's, it's like, I, I believe that Bjork is actually like how she yeah, presents herself. Exactly. I don't think she's trying to, but it's still annoying. And that's wild to me. Because I'm like, how have you gone through the world and... Yeah, just existed that I way. I know. I think we, people like us, make the mistake of thinking like, oh, she must not be very self-aware at all. Maybe no, she, she knows is. she's making these choices. Maybe she sees like her quirkiness as like a rebellion against like the cynicism of the world or something. Yeah, no, exa exactly. Like she never really has made the choice to like... Yeah, I mean, at 50, I'm, you can't be this quirky and not be aware of it. Like, I'm just saying I, I disagree with that <laughs> I disagree with that choice. <laughs> Seriousness. There's yeah. some shit you and I have talked about. Like, yeah. like, Ooh. We don't know stuff too. But I think it has to be like funny. It has to be like it has, it has to have. We're all gonna die one day. Yeah. My mom is always like laugh about yeah. whatever you're talking about at least a little bit because fuck. Yeah. I mean, it's just a coping mechanism, but it works no, for I me. Agree. And I feel also like not just me. Like it makes if something serious specifically, if it's something serious, it makes people around me let more comfortable. Yeah. And I don't want make people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So I agree. I think we both have very strong energy of adapting, being grateful, and just moving forward no matter what, and laughing at everything. I think that's a very strong, like, base value for both of us. And that's part of why we get along. very good things, but I wonder if uh, the reason we're so good at adapting comes actually from, like, some trauma or something. Like, I'll be accepted into this in-group unless I mold myself to their standards. So, yeah, I mean, useful yeah. quality. I don't yeah. know if it's, like, ethically good. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I'm, like, on a philosophical level, questionable, sure. Yeah. But in terms of, like, making, like, day-to-day -day functionality and happiness, mm -hmm. I think that we are doing better than the average person. I think honestly, so too. Honestly, I not, I'm, I wouldn't. I don't even. Even if that's not true, I think it is true. But I'm, I would more specifically say that I think we are more resilient yeah. than whatever the average person means. Than the average. I completely person. agree, especially than the average wealthy white intellectual person who uses the word liminal seriously. I think that we could recover from a lot more shit than them. Honestly, I agree. I, I mean, and I think I even have some experience with it. It's not yeah. just an assumption. No, they evidence. like hear about the shit their ancestors have done and they crumble. They yeah. cry. I've seen it in yeah. person. Yeah. It's like, bitch, what? Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. They're so fragile. Wow, we're so, <laughs> we're so good, cool, hot and fly, and better than everyone else. <laughs> this, is my, this is my very deep security complex. I'm so sorry, everyone who had to listen to that. Listen, I have one too, so we're going to shake hands under the table and then just move on. Exactly, <laughs> let's shake hands. Andre and I know that we're better than everyone else. Now we've agreed on that. We wouldn't have come together otherwise. Listen. We do come together. Listen, we also often. We come together often. Yes. Yeah, we won't talk about that, but it's true. Yeah. Um, let's see, see two fruits? Thank <laughs> you, <laughs> Um, But yeah, it's true. Listen, we're so good, and that's why we came together in high school. Um, We, we are the dolls. Yes. It's true. Dolls. Look, Trixie Mattel said it best. Someone told her that at this point, the dolls are the dolls. And if you're not a doll, you don't get it. We're the dolls. Yes, we are. And some people just aren't. And they don't get it, but they're not. And it's okay. And it's okay. It's you don't okay. have to be We're not saying that we're superior. We're just saying... The dolls not. are the dolls at this point. That's what we're saying. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, I saw the craziest TikTok. Us um, joking about being uglies made me think about this. Um, where it was a gay man who was like, I just made out with this really hot guy at the club and realized at the end of the night, like, we were getting along so well, I was like, what's this gonna be? Realized at the end of the night that it was a lesbian woman who thought that I was also a lesbian. Oh, it's so yeah. interesting. Isn't that insane? They both went so fruit, they went full circle. Like, the, the horseshoe theory. The lesbian scarcity is affecting people. Holy <laughs> shit. Well, I mean, which is a real thing, let's be honest. Um, and I'm not that much better. Like, I mean, I'm not that much better. Like, gay is, I mean, just by the very fact of, that we're, like, some small percentage of the population. Wow. They're really trying anything they can now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, I once hosted, hosted someone for this, like, queer event at the university. It was this gay guy who was talking about... Sorry, I said gay quietly. I don't like talking about those things. Um, he's talking about... He had a full... He had a relationship for several months with a dyke woman. Mm -hmm. He was like, there's just something about the energies that matched up. Well, um, obviously. It's just that, I mean, I mean, I, listen, 
If a dyke woman could have a dick, I... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I guess, yeah. That's uh, what they, I mean, that's what they use. Because, because, yeah. Like, yeah. people, yeah. And listen, I'm a true believer, like, this sounds so fucking, like, Generation X, specifically, not Boomer. Like, my parents' generation. I, like, in masculine and feminine energy, not really man and woman, but, like, masculine and feminine energy. I feel like that's kind of a universal. Like, you yeah. see any couple, no matter what they have down there, there's always, they both have both energies, but there's always one person with a higher balance of one of the energies, mm-hmm. and same for the other person with the opposite energy. I feel like that's universal. I see it everywhere. I've never not seen it in a couple. That's what I can tell you. It's super interesting. I mean, I see it in so my own couple. if I were hundred percent lesbian, masculine vibes. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, that's. Could have done it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I have a dildo. We could put a little. Uh, I know. I could get more ripped. <laughs> but it's interesting because like, there's a hundred percent lesbians that aren't butch. Yeah. Like totally. Yeah. Like I know a lesbian couple, and one of them is very much butch, and the other one isn't, and I'm pretty sure she is just lesbian. She's not like yeah. bi or anything, yeah. and she's more like femme. That's the thing. Sexuality doesn't necessarily correlate with like gender presentation. You know? Yes, um, but um, my theory does stand for that. Again, another another example. Like she's very butch, the other is very femme. And I'm not saying that's how lesbian couples should be. Please don't cancel me. But I'm saying that that's what I see in the real yeah. world all the time. Yeah. Um, listen, I can say this controversially, brave, because I've seen it, <laughs> and also I know it, and I'm gay. And, like you ever seen two bottoms together? It doesn't work. And I'm not even talking sexually. Bottom is a lifestyle. It's an energy, and it's true. It's true. I experienced this once. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. It's wild. Um. Yeah. You know, I think about that with, I date a lot of soft boys, right? I date a lot of soft boys who have this certain energy that I'm attracted to. I think that they're somewhat similar to one another, although not the same person, luckily. Yes. Um, and when we get to the bedroom, they're always hardcore doms, and I love that. And I'm like, some part of me knew that underneath the soft facade, this was the energy. Yes. And some part of me read that. And it always works out that way. And the guys where it doesn't work out that way, we don't have sexual chemistry, and I can feel that from the beginning, too. But here's, here's, here's why, this is why I said, like, bottom or top aren't just sexual positions. Like, I really mean, like, the energy of it all, which I guess correlates to the masculine and feminine thing. I know this is very heteronormative. You guys will have to apologize. Apologize. <laughs> you guys will have to pardon me. You guys have to apologize for my comments. Um, but the reason you can, like, <laughs> let's just get canceled for 101st episode, shall we? The reason you can get with these soft boys and, like, it totally works for you, regardless of sex, completely separate from that, is because, look, I mean, have you met you? Your energy. You are overbearing in the best way. You're me. Oh, yeah. I, I would say yeah. the same thing about myself. Yeah. You can drive the situation, you can you can drive the conversation, you can make decisions, the other person is okay with that because they're less like high energy than you. It works. And that's your soft voice. It's so it's so true. That's the thing though. It's like we have that dynamic outside the bedroom always. I love making fun of these boys. It's like so enjoyable. Yes. Um yeah, you're you're hundred percent right. And like I'm driving situations and it's great. And then it's crazy because in the bedroom it's it always flips. And that like works for both of us. Yeah. I would say that's the dynamic I've had a few times now. Yeah. yeah. I guess, I, I mean, you don't even really have to use the terms masculine and feminine. Maybe some other terms that haven't been invented. I don't know, like type A, type B. That doesn't really encompass it all, though. But um, that's what I mean. Because, like, I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, being high energy is a masculine energy. And being, like, a soft boy is, like, femme energy. Because that doesn't really apply across the board. But, yeah, but you know, do you guys not agree? Everyone fucking listening. That, like, bitch, the yin and yang cliche. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. No, and that's the thing, too. Like, these guys that I date have, they have, like, a, I don't want to say feminine energy, but they, like, will have longer hair and, like, dress really well and, like, there's, there is, yeah, when I say soft, like, there's something feminine about it that I yes. think is attractive to me. Um, it's just crazy, though, because that, yeah, that doesn't correspond with them being, like, submissive in the bedroom. Like, that's not necessarily... Yeah, it doesn't have to, but what it does have to correspond with is, like, it has to be some kind of opposite energy. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> anyway, that's our episode. episode! <laughs> <laughs> we're 44 minutes in! What the fuck is this? <laughs> this is us talking for a long time. Again, I'm yeah. checking on Sunny. Yeah. Uh, this is us talking for a long time. That's what happens. Yeah. Um... Well, I mean, let's be honest, this is more interesting than Siren Head. Also, we a story or two, but, um, yeah. but yeah, I, everything we've said, I think is very on point. I think we're really onto something. I think we're geniuses. I think we're so smart and better than everybody else. I completely agree. Talk about that? We, we did in fact think about this 10 minutes ago and agree on it. Um, but, okay, regardless of whether it's better or not, I do think I absolutely was on point with saying that we have similar resilient energies. Yes. I think that's like a very core thing of both of us. Yes, and I, I think, think a lot of people that. find that very attractive. And yeah. I, yeah. I know this for a fact, that sounds so, like, self-serving, but it's true. Yeah, that's why we're both hot. I, I think so. Uh, the older I get, when I was a teenager, just like a hot phase was all I cared about. Now is still all I care about, but also confidence. Uh, yeah. Very important. And I don't mean like 
like, oh, I'm Leo DiCaprio and like Wolf of Wall Street yeah. confidence, like very high energy confidence type A confidence like me. Yeah. It's more so like wholeness for integrity. Like, yeah, yeah. I want to be able to poke you and not see like holes. I mean, I want to see yeah. holes, but not like yeah. holes. You know what I mean? Hole, yeah, obviously. But that's what we should do for our 102nd episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say that's what I mean when I say confidence. I want to see you as someone who's solid because that's how I see myself and that's how I try to keep myself as I get older to keep myself integral. And and when I see someone who's not like that, I don't like that. Yeah. Like I don't find them attractive. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think having values is really attractive. But sometimes, sometimes when a guy just has the right energy, I find him really hot no matter what. And that's oh, how yeah. I end up dating these guys whose values I don't agree yeah, with. Yeah, but I feel like that's like because you let like the lust become like you you let it you let yourself think that it's more substantial than just lust and it isn't. <laughs> Because I've met guys with the right energy and I'm like, holy fucking shit, they're so attractive. But then I think, actually sit down and think like, okay, but do I want to like date them long term? Yeah. And like wanting to fuck someone and date them long term are two different lists. Check marks. Also, I like will want, well, it's a, it's a, mm, we would take up the rest of the episode if I talk about this. But it's a whole combination of things. Because it's like, yeah, I just fallen in love with and like adored people who I also know I don't necessarily like that much. I think that's like a crazy combo, but it is possible. Interesting. Um, okay, fine. We'll do a little spooky section here. Um, uh, I actually, well, we already did the intro. I actually do find these uh, emergency podcasts as terrifying. I recently watched a video about a guy talking After about... 30 minutes sidebar. Whatever. Okay. Um, that is the episode. It's just a little section. Yes. So I'm teaching the title of the podcast, by the way. Yes. You can't be scared talking anymore. <laughs> so if you have any suggestions. Um, but I watched this video recently by this Canadian YouTuber. I don't remember his name. The video was called, like, Why Do Middle Class People Have a Fear of Authority or something like that. And basically, he, he talks about emergency broadcast test alerts and plays some and even just him playing them just to contextualize, creep me out. But um, he talks about the reason we find these things scary is because they, and I totally agree, they make us feel like the world around us is ending and that is so like such a deeply rooted fear for like the middle class mentality of like, oh, everything is fine as long as I put my trust in the government and I behave like a good citizen. I'm an upstanding Samaritan. Like, it's like, no, the system around you has failed you regardless. Here you are, a nuke is coming or the Russians are invading or whatever. And also the fact that the sounds in the videos are so fucking jarring because they're meant to grab your attention because there's an emergency happening. Mm So those, those two things are why he posited we find these things so scary, and I completely agree. Very interesting, getting into class anxieties there. Yeah, isn't that wild? Like, that was the la- I mean, if, when I just have like this the superficial feeling of fear when I hear one of these things, I the last thing I would think of was like, oh, the reason I feel that is because of class anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, but it's true. Interesting. It's almost, I wonder if like, if I was, like, if I was born a rich kid, like I would still be scared of these things. Because I'd probably be like, I can just find my helicopter somewhere. My daddy's yeah. helicopter to like Canada or something, yeah. I'm not getting nuked. But uh, yeah. I think he's onto something because when I think about it, I'm like, okay, what would actually scare me if I listen to this in real life? I'm at home watching TV, this comes on all of a sudden, which like, how would it if I'm watching Netflix, it's not cable, but <laughs> maybe I'd get a text or something, but how would I feel? I would feel scared, and then I ask myself, why would I feel scared? Because I have nowhere to go. Yeah. Would I have you somewhere have no to go if I was a millionaire? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 And I wonder like, you know, if you're not, if you're already not at a livable wage, does it matter that much if things go wrong? I think it's a different kind of topic, and it's almost like the nihilism of a lot of, a lot of people who are like, I'm poor, I just want to die, which is like, mm-hmm. kind of relatable. Um, yeah, but, I also am poor, I just want to die. Just kidding, I'm kind of <laughs> Yeah, but thankfully, like, I'm not poor, and mm-hmm. I'm middle class, and I don't want to die, I actually want to live. And so, that actually would scare me. It wouldn't be like, oh, sweet relief, death. Yeah, it would yeah. be like, holy fuck, no, I want to live, I'm too young, hot, cool, and fly. You wish. Well, we just said we are. <laughs> so, anyway, um, Sunny, give yes. us a little bit of background on like, I don't know, something about the emergency broadcast test, like where they went invented, or something. Yes, whatever. I have a time range here. They were used, this specific, there's one specific one that Andre sent me, and it's yes. EBS, Emergency Broadcast System, um, also known as EAN, Emergency Action Notification, for when it's like a national emergency broadcast. Yes. And it was used from 1963 to 1997, especially in the 70s and 80s, because it was the Cold War, and people were afraid of a nuclear bomb. So they put this in place so that they could give warning if a nuclear bomb was dropped. And it's it was like, used over 20,000 times. How much can you do with a like, warning for a nuclear Exactly, like, exactly. It's, whatever. it's like a false, false sense of security. It's yeah. crazy. Um, there was a false alarm in 1971 that put it on hiatus for over a year, which is pretty interesting. I mean, you want to talk about Hawaii? Because um, fuck, that's recent and, and relevant. Yes. 
just your comments or thoughts or whatever on that because that was fucking wild. You first. For, for everyone who doesn't know, I don't know, was it 2017? Maybe it was not that long ago, but re recently, in modern times, in Hawaii, there was a um, an emergency alert text notification that was sent to all the residents in Hawaii that warned of an inbound missile that was going to hit the state of Hawaii. <laughs> and it was 38 minutes before the same notification system sent a clarifying text message saying that the previous message was a false alarm. That is fucking wild! I would sue everything, I would, everyone, the, the flow, I would sue the rocks. Listen. Sue the ocean. Listen, I would sue the sue ocean. The <laughs> like, holy shit. Imagine you're in Hawaii. For, no, for a vacation, bitch. You're not even close to your family. Your family's back in California or something like that. For a vacation. You're on the beach in Hawaii, okay? And you get a fucking text message. You're like 2017, you listen to Camila Cabello's Havana because you have no taste. You're on the beach, you're drinking a pina colada because you have no taste. And then you get a text notification that says, inbound missile to hit Hawaii. Seek shelter immediately. Bitch, wait, where? I'm not a worm. I can burrow myself in the sand. I'm a whole, like, five foot two human. Like, I can't go anywhere. I live here. I'm not rich. I'm, I'm probably, I guess, the ocean, but I mean, I hate the ocean. I'm scared. I'm scared of sharks. So I'd rather die from the missile. Um, that's wild. And not only that, you have to spend 38 minutes of agonizing fucking mental torture, thinking, like, about everything in your life you've done wrong, everything you haven't done, everyone you want to fuck, which is all I would think about. Um, just kidding. I love you, babe. But, um, like, 38 minutes is so long. Actually, to think like you're scared for your life for that long, or like you're thinking these are the last few moments of your life. Like, you will literally minutes. see your life ending as a missile comes in in 38 or or whatever. No, the original message didn't say how long the yeah. missile was gonna take to get there. So yeah. literally, like it could be 10 minutes, it could be 30 seconds. Like I wonder if there are any like heart attacks or strokes within that. Absolutely, you know? I'm I'm certain of it. Yeah, that's fucking wild. And then it turns out it was some fucking like intern that like pushed the wrong button because, but like it wasn't even necessarily the intern's fault so much. Like the fact that one they, they, they placed an intern yeah. to handle this or something like that or someone who wasn't obviously trained well enough. And number two, because I'm not sure if it was an intern, but like and number two, the fact that the system is set up in a way that like. There, there should be more safeguards to have to yeah. get to that. There should be more, are you sure, screens. Yeah, there should have, yeah, yeah. yeah, are you sure? There should be yeah. those screens. Yeah, and also there should have been a quicker follow-up. Why did it take them that long? Why did it take them that long? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I should have read more about it for talking about it, but like, there's, there sh it shouldn't take that long. I can't think of a good reason. 30 minutes is way too fucking long. I mean, anyway. So that's what happened in Hawaii. That's that's like a relevant modern example of what that looks like. It wasn't like a television broadcast, which are the ones I find really creepy. It was like a text notification. Mm -hmm. But that's even worse than creepy. It's like actually life-alteringly terrifying. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure these people have PTSD from that. There's no fucking way you don't. Yeah. Um, Anyway, <laughs> um, Sunny, would you like to uh, briefly share with us a spooky story about emergency broadcast estimates? I would more than love to do that. Um, I found a few. This is my favorite. Okay. Um, I will say, with a lot of these stories, they end on kind of cliffhangers because they want to be like, here's oh. part two, and then you read part two and it's shit. Because it um, they don't know how to continue the story. They just know how to get you to the cliffhanger. The so that is this first. kind of story. Yes. Yeah. So we're not going to read the sequel. We're just going to read the interesting first part, and you're not going to get resolution to the story. Sorry, not sorry. I can already tell your story starts with an actual emergency alert script. So yeah. while you're in, if you want, I can beep loud. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and beep. Okay. Emergency alert. Beep, this is not a test. Beep, Immediate threat for beep, residents beep, of counties. Be wary of severe winds, lightning, severe rain, flash floods. Residents are advised to stay indoors. Please lock or bar all entryways into your house. Let me beep loud enough, you guys. Restrain from using any devices that emit light or loud noise. Please enter a room with no windows. Effective indefinitely issued by the National Weather Service. If I got that on my phone, I would actually I I disagree with what I said earlier about like the the, the Hawaii text must have not been creepy just like terrifying like in a different way I, I think I would have found that creepy as well. But, however, I do find this one more creepy the yeah. shake one because it says like cover all windows that's so random. Yeah. And also yeah. if I wasn't at a beach I think that's why the setting is different. If I wasn't at, if I was just like at home yeah. and I got either of these texts I would feel terrified but also just creeped out. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Eerie. Yeah. And this one's very unclear what's going on. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, that's why. This that's why. This one's like what is going on? Yeah. 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 Oh no. So. This was the message I was greeted by in the middle of an episode of Big Bang Theory in my living room. He deserves to die. Yeah, okay, that's <laughs> fucking plebeian. Also, the username, now that we're talking about it, is The Crystal Gem. Thank you, The Crystal Gem. Um, frozen halfway through a forkful of a forkful of Kraft Mac and Cheese. Red flag number two, he, who eats that with a fork? Listen, it's your time. 
sat bolt upright and turned around to look out the window. The sky, as I thought, was crystal clear. A few clouds, but nothing crazy. No rain, no thunder, nothing. Confused, I turned off the TV, erasing the alert from the screen. My two dogs came walking over to me, and I patted them on their heads. One of my dogs, the other's brother, was shaking profusely from the buzzing noise that always shows up with Amber Alerts and the like. I left them in the living room and walked through my kitchen and onto my front porch. My neighbors, too, were standing outside their houses, all looking at the sky in amusement. An immediate threat? It didn't seem like it, I thought, as my phone started buzzing with the same tone. One by one, everyone else's phones started ringing. Beep, 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 loud. <laughs> I should explain, I guess, that I've never experienced a severe weather warning for real. Not once in my life. I suppose it should come as no surprise, seeing as I live in Oregon of all places. I suppose maybe it was just a mistake. But just as the thought floated across my mind, I heard the siren. The siren of the squad car coming down the street. An officer talked to a speaker. This is not a drill. Please enter your homes immediately. Do not go outside under any circumstances. Never the kind of guy to ignore higher authorities, I entered my house nervously, turning off all the lights on the above ground floors and took my dogs into my basement with a sleeping bag. Some food, my phone, a charger, some spare batteries, flashlight, and other stuff. No, he sure had time to get ready. For real. <laughs> I called my brother who lives a couple blocks away and asked if he'd gotten a message. He had. I considered saying we should stay together to wait out the storm, but then I figured we'd probably get in trouble. So I hung up, got comfortable in my sleeping bag, and started browsing Reddit. Eventually, I fell asleep, seeing as I was under stress and had woken up pretty early. When I woke up, I realized I still didn't hear any rain. Seriously, nothing at all. More confused than ever, I decided to see if the alert had been called off. I turned on my phone and called my brother again. It went straight to voicemail though, so I gave up. I decided to risk it and go upstairs. I had to squeeze between the door and the wall to keep my dogs from following me upstairs, but I won and they stayed in the basement. I walked through my kitchen to the front door and looked out the window part of it. As I squinted to see outside in the dark, strange, seeing as it was only 2 p.m., judging by my clock, the TV flickered briefly. I looked around at it and it flickered again, but this time every device on the ground floor flickered. Thinking little of it, I turned around and looked through the door again. Every house on the block had its lights turned off. Nobody was outside, except for one teenage girl. A thin, short-haired girl, wearing what looked like a pillowcase, walked unsteadily down the street, very slowly, looking as though she was having some difficulty. I turned around, now extremely confused and worried, and got the dog's food bowls, which I had forgotten earlier. When I looked up, one of the houses, the one diagonally, diagonally across from mine, right next to the house across the street and to the left, had its lights on and one of its windows broken. I shuddered and rushed back into the basement as the lights flickered intensely. I locked the door to the basement and sat on an old tattered couch that I had brought down here. The basement's where I put everything I don't have room for. So yeah, it's packed. I forgot to mention something that may be worth noting. I live in a small town, a very small town, probably a population of under 500 or less. As a matter of fact, it isn't even on most maps. We never make any news, we never have any scandals. This is the first interesting thing that's happened, I think, since Mrs. So-and-so lost her dentures to a raccoon. So it's possible this whole thing seems way worse than it is. <clears throat> Call me crazy, but until a few minutes ago, I was thoroughly enjoying myself. I love these scenarios, and my basement's totally secure. I'm having the time of my life. Well, I was. I decided to turn on my radio. What harm could it do as long as I didn't turn the volume up to high? I was surprised to find that our local radio station was still up and running. They were talking about the weather, so I listened hard for any news I hadn't heard. There wasn't any. They were just as confused as us. Not wanting to listen to crappy pop music indefinitely, I tuned into another station. This was one I hadn't heard before. Could you give me the status of so-and-so county? Over. No new developments? Over. Okay, any fatalities? Over. What part of no new developments do you not understand, McClellan? A squad car will be passing through soon to scan the area for the target. Over. Any ETA on that? Over. No, not yet. Over. Any word from HQ Jones? Over. No, McClellan, not yet. Not since 013 first got out. Over. Well, let me know if and when they contact you. Over. At that point, I lost the signal. Well, not really, but the connection got so weak that I could barely make out anything they were saying. I figured I must have found a police communication channel, and I'd been left with no answers whatsoever. That was about 45 minutes ago, as of me writing this now. Guys, I don't know what's going on. Do any of you live near me? You'll know if you've received the warning. I'd say what county I live in and which ones were affected, but I don't know to for privacy reasons. Anyway, I'll keep you guys updated, okay? Until then, wish me luck. I love the way they keep these, like, super realistic. Um, <laughs> but that's the end of the first part. <clears throat> Fake and bald. Fake and bald. <laughs> I agree. But, but, okay. but it is, it is, it's kind of spooky. I thought um, the part with the girl walking outside, that really spooked me up. That spooked me up. The <laughs> pillowcase was, I'm pretty sure that was like a Drag Race episode runway, but I can't remember which one it was, but um, <coughs> she's a shade, that's for sure. Um, that's creepy, that's spooky. The spookiest part was actually the one that I was beeping loud over. Sorry, beeping loud. Um, uh, I love that initial text. This is good. I believe the second part would be bad. Um, I, I, I like how he was like, I love these scenarios. That's so fucking psychotic. Like, I understand like the feeling of like, Oh, like when it's raining really hard outside, you love feeling like your home is protecting you, so you like cuddle up with a blanket and whatnot. But like, not for a fucking emergency text. Like my basement is secure. Okay, how do you know it's not a nuke? Like your basement ain't shit. <laughs> um, interesting. But 
but um, there you go, guys. That's uh, it's related to an emergency broadcast alert. Yeah. Um, maybe and that not knowing of it, of what it is. If you're someone was, who lives, yeah. Oh, well, just okay. Another story I was gonna share was similar, except the other one. Um, God, the other one was like a bad weather alert, and then the weather was fine. Um, <laughs> oh, that sounds really spooky. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I was just gonna say that um, everyone should watch out if you also live in a little shit town and you like eating mac and cheese and watching Big Bang Theory. I mean, listen, some people deserve to live more than others. Okay. <laughs> and it's not, when we're talking about the people that we're superior to, that's, that, that's him. Yeah. To be honest, I like the um, the Big Bang Theory. I gotta be real. I'm really? Watching it I, like I mean, I'm just I'm kind of shitting on it for the name of it. I don't I think know. I've actually watched it. Just I think it's so easy to shit on. Yeah, it's one of those things. Um, I will also say there's another story. Um, it's not technically an emergency alert story, and I'm not gonna read it. But it starts the previous tenant of my new flat left a survival guide. It's on Reddit, and it's just a good story. I read this years ago. I read it again now when I was looking for like warning type stories. Um, and this person receives a note when they move into their flat, and the note has several warnings in a row that get increasingly specific and scary. It's like, don't go into the uh, elevator from this period to this period. You send it to me. It's like my personal. It's really good. Yeah. I love creepy yeah. like this. And they're like, and if you do, bring a gun. Don't worry, it's a great place to live. You just have to follow these rules. Then it's like, um, this guy's gonna try and clean your window, and he's gonna ask you to come in to have some money. He's gonna be really friendly. No matter what, do not acknowledge that. him or let him in every single day. I hate that. That's like, kind of like my neighbor one time left a note on my front door, and uh, it said, don't mind the moaning between two and four a.m. Are you for real? On weeknights. No. Oh my god. I fucking hate you. I'm so gullible. I'm so gullible. Um, well, you're young. I assume that could be a thing. I thought that was like not a scary thing, but like a scary thing. Oh, I mean, probably. Sex. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, exactly. It's just like very scary and creepy, and you don't know why exactly. And that, that like unknown element gives it a lot. Send that to me. Um, I will. It's a very good story, and I recommend it in general. Something I will recommend that's tangentially related to this um, is, uh, which is totally fake. It's like a creepy pasta or more like a concept. It's, it's Siren Head, and I'm sure you've seen it or something because, like, I told you I was gonna touch on it. But mm-hmm. um, Siren Head is this creature created by this artist. His name is um, I have it right here. What's his name? His name is Trevor Henderson, and it's kind of like Slenderman in the sense that it was like created by someone and then it kind of blew up on the internet, and then people started making media around it, like stories and videos and whatnot. And uh, it's basically this like really tall creature. Height differs based on the media, but this really tall, skinny creature with like rotten skin for. No, it's like other people's skin for skin. Mm. Not for skin. <laughs> he has other people's skin <laughs> other as people's his skin. <laughs> and like, and this creature he has like. The people in the night. <laughs> <laughs> this creature has like police sirens on like the top of its head, has like two one on either side, and it's like supposed to sometimes just roam cities with its like big siren uh, like head just beeping loud at people. And um, that's supposed it's to be spooky. It is me. I mean, it's like, that sounds really, really silly, but um, honestly, Slenderman would sound silly if I just described it like yeah, as it is. Yeah. But like the media that people create around Slenderman made it so fucking creepy for me when I was 15. Yeah. And when I saw what people were doing with Siren Head and how it was blowing up on the internet, I got the same feeling yeah. that I did when I first found out about Slenderman. Because there's games and videos and creepypasta about Siren Head now. Yeah. And it's spooky. Guys, look into it. That's my recommendation. Yeah. Um, get your spook for the day. I know. Since you obviously didn't get it with us. No, not here. <laughs> not today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> Anyway, um, God said, let the girls and the gays wrap up their first in-person podcast. Literally, episode. first and last. You guys, this was a one-off. See you never. Yeah, I'm literally never speaking to Andre again after this. Yeah, not I met one time in person. Said. I'm deeply disappointed. I never want to see you. I just, yeah, she doesn't like my height. She thought I'd be white. It's a mess. It, it is a mess. Yeah, I thought you'd be attracted to women too. Also, I cat. We catfished each other. Yeah, yeah. because I'm only half gay. Only half gay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um, uh, hit the bell. <laughs> you guys are trying to get to one million subscribers, so subscribe and hit the bell. And so you don't miss any updates. And um, this is fun. This is this fun. Really fun. We wanted to give. We should a- do a non-scary podcast together. Listen, shut the fuck up. Because I brought this idea up to you like a year ago. Or- oh wait, was it? Did you didn't bring it up to me. Maybe it was actually tell you. You were talking to some other bitch. <laughs> is what it was. Actually, I think that bitch was Shannon. <laughs> I think I was talking to her about doing like a something psych lifestyle well, podcast. Well, go do your lifestyle podcast. No, she's Shannon. too busy. She has a boyfriend now. She's like sucking dick and cock. She doesn't have time. Um, I suck dick and cock. I know. Time. I mean, she does have a lot more. She doesn't have time. <laughs> Shannon, answer down in the comments and hit the bell, please, because I know you're not subscribed. Um, hit that bell. But yes, that's a good idea. That's fresh and hot and hip. I like that. We obviously have a knack for it. Guys, let us know um, down in the comments and also by hitting the bell if you want us to do a podcast that isn't about scary stuff. And if so, we probably won't do it, we but we'll talk about it. That's where we use big words. <laughs> like liminal. <laughs> um, I don't know liminal is the only word academic enough yeah, that either of us can come up with. Because we're so fucking dumb. We're so dumb. <laughs> we're so fucking stupid. Um, thank you guys for listening yeah. to this. Or not, we don't care. We just wanted to put this out there into the world. 
It has to exist. Yeah. All this energy cannot be contained into one room. We have yeah. to put it out into the That's universe. what God said about the gates. He said, I wish I could not let them exist, but with all this energy, but this energy honey, all these angels. Girl, I am living, bitch. Okay, you gotta live. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta go somewhere. Anyway, bye. Goodbye.